0: A podcast for artists to grow and learn the real truth of being a creative entrepreneur. The Vero Podcast, hosted by Kelly Berry. Happy New Year's, friends. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Vero Podcast. We are back. We are back for the new decade, back for the new year. And I am so excited to get this going, and we have so many great people that we're interviewing and bringing to you guys, so it's going to be a really incredible season. So I hope you guys have all had an amazing holiday season with your family and loved ones, and we're able to disconnect for a little bit and regroup and get yourself ready for the new year and all of the goals that you all have. And I hope it's a lot because 2020 is going to be the best yet. I know everybody says that about every year, but I really do think that this year is um, going to be a really special year. So I'm, I'm pumped. I'm very, very excited. And I did take some time to Disconnect. And I wrote about this recently in my Instagram that I got some downtime and was able to get off social media and really focus on what my goals were going to be this year and focus on the future of Vero and the Vero platform and all of the education that we have and focus on my business and really think about where I want to take my business in the next. 10 to five or 10 to 10 to five years, five to 10 years. So it was good. It was really nice. And um, I got to go to the keys for a little while. So it was nice to disconnect and spend time with family. So I hope you guys got to do the same. So for this episode, I wanted to come on here, just my little old self and talk to you guys about a couple different things. I wanted to give you guys a recap of Vero France because I think it's a funny story to tell. And um, there were so many amazing things that we did and funny things um, not so funny things, some (laughs) triumphs and, um, just kind of like behind the scenes of everything that happened. So I want to give you guys that. And then I'm also going to talk about my personal goals. I'm going to talk about the goals for the Vero platform, everything that we have coming for you guys. Um, I also want to talk about, um, some really cool ideas that I have and um, projects that I'm going to be working on for 2020 that I'm going to include my entire audience on. And then um, lastly, we'll focus on goals and goal setting and, and how we're going to divide and conquer for 2020. So let's get started. So As you guys know, um, we have this will be the fourth year of the Vero series, uh, the Vero workshop series, which is so crazy to me. Um, It's hard to believe that it's been that long, and um, it's it's really really amazing. It really is. So I'm so thankful for all of you guys. It's just even sitting here recording this and you know, having the audience that we do on the platform is, is just really, really incredible. So thank you guys. It's really, really cool. So when I was in, we did a, uh, we did Vero, California in June of 2019 of last year. And You know, every, every batch of attendees is so different. And I actually really love that about each attendee group because it's like our own little secret family that we have. Um, we all experience these, um, individual experiences that, you know, the, you know, however many of us, 15 to 20 of us all have together and, you know, we have intimate moments, and some time to talk to each other and talk about goals and talk about you know life and all all the all the things that get thrown at us as entrepreneurs and wives and husbands and all the things. So one thing that I found was really interesting especially in the California workshop was that a lot of the attendees are really interested in doing education and hosting workshops and doing courses and hosting podcasts and and doing all the things that we do here at Barrow and you know i found that really interesting and i think that it's so interesting to me to hear. And of course, obviously I thought the same thing because here I am doing that exact same thing. And, but I think it is interesting hearing like an outsider's perspective of how they feel, um, you know, hosting workshops or hosting education, um, what it looks like from the outside. And I think it's really funny because I, Just like in everything, just like in Instagram, just like in social media, just like everything. I think it has a tendency to have a very glamorous look to it. And you guys know me, I'm all about being real. I'm all about being honest. That is why I labeled my series Vero, um, because that's what I'm all about. And I think it's a waste of time um, if you're not gonna be honest and if you're not gonna be truthful. So, I, like I said, I wanted to give you guys some behind the scenes of what happened in France and, but just in general, you know, I think of course, if you have a passion and you have a drive to do it, I am 110% supportive of you and it's definitely a, a role in my life that I, that has taught me so much. I, I mean, honest to God. Just having my photography business i've I've had my photography business now for almost ten years. and it the skills that hosting an education platform gives you is invaluable. I mean, I never would have learned things that I know now without it and but or just having my photography career. Now that alone in itself, as you guys know, is is, super demanding, and it gives you skills and skill sets that you, again, wouldn't have if you worked a corporate job. So, you know, everything has its benefits for sure. So I, like I said, wanted to give you guys some behind the scenes of France and give you guys, for those of you who do want to host workshops and that do want to host education, you know, you guys can get a little insider look of how everything kind of unfolded. So, you know, right off the bat, you know, this took year, I, I think pretty much a full year to plan. Um, and mind you, I was also doing Vero, California at the time, which was also a really big undertaking because it was on the other side of the country. And working with Carrie and working with um, Elizabeth Gopal of Eastmade, um, it was working with two different stylists, working on two different events at two different times of the year and so it uh, it got a little crazy for a minute, um, but I was up for the challenge. And France was an undertaking that I honestly never really knew if I was gonna be able to do it. It seemed like such a big undertaking, and going to a foreign country, and you know, just I mean, the language barrier alone was so intimidating. But even just logistical and you know the culture is so different and obviously the currency is different and so it was a big undertaking and it definitely like I said was something that I never really thought that I was going to be able to achieve and I think everybody has that little voice in the back of their head that you know when something goes wrong you know (laughs) It's like, oh, I knew this would happen or you're never, this is never going to come to fruition or this is never going to happen. So pushing through those negative thoughts and pushing through that anxiety, that sheer anxiety, um, was difficult, but I will say that I did both in California and in France. I picked the absolute greatest team in the world I could have never done, I mean, I could never do any of these workshops without and having an amazing team in general, but uh, France was, uh, I knew I was going to have to have a really strong team in order to make this happen, and I think that all of us did that tenfold. So having my dear friend, Laura Gordon, um, along my side and, and helping me with everything and making sure that uh you know she travels all over the world so having her expertise and and that alone was so helpful and making sure that we knew where we were going and what we were doing and all the things and then elizabeth was so fantastic and so organized i mean so organized and kept everything in in line and in track and it was just, it was so nice. It was, it was just amazing. And then we also had a planner based in France that uh, her name is Ajna. And I, of course, I'll have all of their information and links and Instagrams um, in the show notes so that you guys can check them out because Ajna is like a sheer angel, truly. And I think everybody that attended Vero France could <laughs> attest to that. So, I I would say, I guess I can kind of start maybe like a week out um, because everything went really swimmingly and went really, really well uh, leading up to the workshop. Everything was going well. We had amazing presence on social media. I mean, y'all were just, it was almost overwhelming how um, much of a response we got from our social media and uh, our giveaways, our um, Instagram lives, our, all the things we were doing on social media, you guys were just so, so excited and we're so thankful. Um, it was really, really incredible to um, feel the love from you guys. So about a week out, or I guess even like a couple days before we were going to leave, so we were actually flying out on Halloween night, and which... <laughs> Which was kind of fun because we uh Rebecca and I, my assistant, you know, we got some candy and you know, I was really wanting to wear like a Halloween like outfit or like mask or something to the airport, but then I thought like maybe people were gonna think I was a terrorist or something. So I opted out on that. But it was about um a couple days before we were leaving, and now mind you, I've traveled to Italy quite a bit. Now that's obviously not France, but dealing with the trains, I felt very confident because I had traveled so much um, in Italy and knew the train system, kind of knew how it went, or at least I thought. And so, in my travel guide that I had sent to each attendee, we I had everybody flying into Paris because I thought that was going to be the easiest way for everybody to get there and then just take the train down to Bordeaux. It was very easy, seamless, or so I thought. So a couple days before we left, uh, I got a text from Elizabeth that asked me if I had booked my train ticket yet. And I replied, no, that, you know, I, I felt really confident and that I could just walk up to the train station, buy a ticket. And she informed me that all the tickets were either sold out or unavailable. So we did some research and found out that the French train workers had been going on strike. So the whole, I mean, my world just kind of just went up in flames for a brief second because it was all of these flashes of the attendees being stranded and um, how anybody was going to get to Bordeaux was enough to send it. I almost had a heart attack, but so I put myself together, and I ended up renting a car and got in touch with all the attendees and made sure that um, the people that did not have train tickets that we were able to fit them in a rental car. So we rented a car in Paris, which is terrifying. Uh, driving in Paris is—I've driven a lot in this country and a lot. I mean. I feel like I have pretty good driving experience but driving in Paris sounded terrifying and it was as terrifying as it sounds and but so there it ended up being not as bad because we didn't have too many attendees that we had to um, pick up from Paris. So we had two attendees and then myself, my assistant Rebecca and, and Laura. So we drive to Bordeaux, and it's a six-hour drive, so we knew that we were <laughs> we were going to be late, um, and uh, we couldn't leave till a certain time because the attendee, one of the attendees was not able to... Her flight didn't get in, so we had to wait for her. So I knew that we were going to be late to the welcome dinner, so Ajna, again, pure saint, um, was there early and on time to the chateau to make sure that everybody arrived... Safely, and that the caterers were set up. Dinner was going to be on time. um, Everything was going. That everything was going to be fine, and it was. So that first night we get there, and it was so nice to get there. And you walk in, and the and this beautiful French chateau. I mean, it was dark, so we couldn't really see the whole thing, but you walk in and it was like walking into a fairy tale, like Cinderella's castle. It was just, you walked up these beautiful stone stairs into these double-sided glass doors into the, you know, main house, and it was just stunning. And then you walk towards the kitchen, you just get this aroma of like warm, delicious food, and they had wine all set up, ready for us, and it was really just the best welcome so I was able to meet everybody we all poured ourselves a glass a glass of wine and really enjoyed getting to know each other and enjoyed the first night and it was honestly just the greatest thing so the next day um, we had so I mean without with the with the next you know Tuesday Wednesday Thursday we had everything lined out and everything scheduled very, like down to the, down to the minute. And so everything went really well. I mean, we were now granted, we did have, like I said, before the workshop, we had the extra day. So that kind of did put everybody kind of at like a leisurely pace, which was so nice. You know, we didn't have to wake up at like 5am to go do a sunrise session or anything like that. Uh, So that was definitely nice. We got to ease into our morning have breakfast, have coffee, and kind of get ready for classes. So now another thing that did happen was that there was a hurricane that came through um, because Bordeaux is like right on the coast of France, um, right on the west coast of France. And so not on the water, but it's it's right there. Um, so there was a hurricane that came. And a couple days prior to this. And so it had basically soaked the entire region. And it also left people without power. And internet was down. And thankfully by the time we got there, everything was back up and running. And it was not a problem. But the aftermath of the hurricane was still lingering. And it would... rain for you know 10 to 15 minutes and then it would stop. Sometimes the sun would come out sometimes it wouldn't. So so with the start of the first day we were a little bit worried because we weren't sure how that whole the weather was going to be. I mean the weather was so unpredictable and thankfully the chateau was so stunning that we really were able to work around it. And originally we were supposed to go into the city of Bordeaux and that just did not seem like a very good idea. The city was 30 minutes away. The rain was so spotty. We had these extremely expensive gowns that we did not have, you know, abilities to get wet. So if we were out in the city of Bordeaux and we got caught in a rainstorm, You guys all know, you guys have all done photo shoots, how it goes. If the ground is wet, the dress is going to get dirty. Like, that's just how it is. And let alone, if it did, we got caught in a monsoon or heaven forbid. So, executive decision was that we were just going to stay at the chateau. And actually, it turned out so perfect because we worked with this amazing, amazing African-American model who just... Oh, you guys have seen the photos, but her skin tones and everything worked out so perfectly with the inside of the house and she just like popped out of like right out of the frame. I mean, it was so beautiful. So everything worked out really, really well. We had class, we had our shoot, we had our lunch, everything was great um, we ended up not, we only did one shoot a day, so it was really nice to kind of have our, you know, if we did our shoot in the morning, we kind of had our evenings to ourselves to do, um, we did a lot of group critiques. We did a lot of private critiques. We did a lot of portfolio reviews. So that was really, really nice. And then of course we had dinner at, at in, you know, at nighttime and a lot of wine drinking and, you know, all kinds of shenanigans, Um, so the next, the next day, it was, uh, Laura's, um, course. So we did Laura's low light course, which was something that we had never done. It was, um, Liz had her, her class, um, or Elizabeth, excuse me. Um, Elizabeth had her class the day, um, prior. So she had her class on Tuesday. Laura's class was on Wednesday. So Laura's class definitely, um, was a big highlight to a lot of the attendees. And so we had, we, everybody was so excited about it. And then we had our model, um, bail. (laughs) So our model was not able to show up. And so we were kind of scrambling. We were looking for models all over the South of France and Lucky enough, I have a very beautiful assistant who <laughs> she is. Oh, She is just the greatest human being. Um, and she stepped in and modeled for us for Laura's course. And it, honest to God, I you know, these things, I swear, they just end up working out so perfectly sometimes. And she, the look that she, that we had for her was, I mean it it just did it would never have looked right on anybody else, and it was so perfect for her. We did the course and we did our editorial, and it was sheer perfection. Rebecca was I mean, I think everybody's favorite, but uh she really pulled through and really helped us out and did such an amazing job because we would have been really, really. SOL without her and that's like one of those things that like you cannot plan for stuff like this you can't plan for weather you can't plan for the trains you can't plan for models bailing I mean stuff like that just happens and so you just learn as you go on that you know shit happens and you just gotta like figure it out and do your best to that's why you have such a good team around you that will I mean honest to god I don't I'm not even sure if the attendees were totally aware of how much we were freaking out, but we were freaking out because we didn't, I mean, we had all these attendees that had flown all over the, from all over the world to be here and we had no model. I was like, oh God, I'm going to get in a dress and it's going to be crazy, but nobody wants to take pictures of me. But I mean, I was prepared to do it because we didn't have anybody else, but everything really worked out to the best 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 it possibly could and so that was really amazing it really really was everybody was so happy laura did an amazing job teaching as she always does and so we and we also did something different this year where we um did a live webinar in each course in Elizabeth's, Elizabeth's course and, uh, Laura's course. So that was something that we had never done before. So that was really, really cool. And I think a lot of people that took advantage of that were very, very happy with it. So it was something different. So we also had that going on and working with internet and working with computers. And so, but that was really just super, super fun. And I think everybody enjoyed that. So, and then the last day we had our couple in our final large editorial and, uh, Kara with Trill Floral from Australia, she did the most beautiful ceremony site right out front of the chateau. I mean, just stunning. And thank the Lord. The last day we um, were shooting, the sun came out and we were able to go outside and it was just perfect. I mean, the sun, it was warm, it was beautiful out, and we were able to shoot outside of the chateau and really take advantage of the beautiful scenery. So it was just, you know, God works in mysterious ways. And and I think that it worked out so perfectly for the last day of our shoot. And and everything went pretty well. You know, there was no, no surprises, which is always good. Now, the one thing that did happen, kind of a funny note um laura and i decided to stay in the room that was kind of off the beaten path of the main house it was still a part the house was so big that it was kind of like on the one of the wings of the house and so the first i guess it was i i must have said something um about me being like really afraid of ghosts and being like like I don't like ghosts and haunted things, and I was like, I walked in, I was like, oh, this place is for sure haunted, like hundred percent. So we <laughs> we throughout the three days that we were there, we got visited by a ghost, and I can post the videos um, if you guys really want to see them, because each night the it would the the first night that it happened, there were there would be. Picture frames that were switched like across the room. Like, so just very, very subtle things that were happening in our room. And every time we would come back in, there would be something different, like another picture would be crooked. Or we had this like really weird, like the way that our bathroom was, it was like this big, really beautiful bathroom. And then you went into our room and then there was also this like other side bathroom where the actual toilet was. And there was a door that went on the outside of the house. So it was like an entrance and an exit, obviously. So every time we would come back in, that door was open and I was like, oh my God, like I was freaking out. Laura and I were freaking out. I was like, I do not do ghosts. I'm not about this life. I cannot deal with it. So I obviously made a way big deal about it. And because I'm not dramatic or anything. And so I, the next day, it got worse. And so the next day, I mean, there we came into our room and there were drawers that were pulled out there were picture frames in the drawers, the pictures were swapped again, the pictures were crooked. And so, and now let me just say that each night I went to bed, I maybe got like four hours of sleep because I was so scared. And I would sit there and play The Office on my phone on Netflix until it died. And because the plugs over there, I the plugs we had weren't working. And so I I just would let my phone die because I just didn't want to see anything or hear anything or anything like that. So it was just a hot mess. So the third night, it was just so out of out of the whack and being weird. And um, I can't even remember all the things that were like moved around and there was like our clothes were in random places. And I was like, all right, this has to be somebody. Like this cannot be a ghost. So... We find out that Elizabeth and a band of, I don't even know who, but were ghosting us and thinking it was hysterical. And um, it was. It was actually really, really funny. It, um, It definitely scared me, but I think it was like a really fun and silly thing to do for the week. And it was just a really good time. And like I said, we all get so close and we all just have just, this time together that, you know, it's like, I don't even know. It's like being in, not a sorority, but like a retreat or, I don't know. I mean, maybe like, you know, The Bachelor. I don't know. Something that, you know, where it really bonds you being in this experience together because, well, I'm a huge fan of The Bachelor, so don't hate on me. But, it's just, it's just a really incredible experience and being so remote out in the countryside of the South of France. I mean, it was just such an incredible experience. It really, really was the last day. It was, it's always so bittersweet to see everybody go and to, um, you know, part with everybody. Cause you feel like they're like a part of your family and, and it's just, it can be really tough. <laughs> and now granted, everybody's, Tired and oh my gosh, we left super early in the morning um, to get back to Paris. Um, but yeah, it was just a really incredible experience. So that's kind of the recap of everything. And it was like I said, it was something that were last year, you know, it was just a dream for me. It was not something that was going to be like a real reality and by the love and support of my great friends. And I, you know, we got it done, we got it accomplished. And I think we got so much amazing content, beautiful editorials, beautiful memories, and a once in a lifetime experience. So I say overall, it was a huge success. But like I said, there are things that happen that you just can't plan for. And that's okay. That's totally okay. And, you know, that's, everything in life you know everything in life is that way you know you can't plan for everything and things are just gonna happen so you know it's that's that's okay and be okay with that so that's the recap of France (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed that and got some good laughs because it was quite humorous and also very very wonderful um, So I wanted to quickly go through the goals for Vero um, for 2020 as well as my personal goals. So I'm going to start with the Vero goals. Um, You know, Vero is another dream that I had and it's really insane the way that it is shaped and molded into this big platform and I'm just like so blown away by it every single time. But so my vision for Vero 2020, um, obviously, we have two amazing workshops coming up. We have Charleston with Joy Proctor and Laura Gordon. And, um, you know, we're going to be staying at Middleton Place. We're going to be shooting at Middleton Place in South Carolina, right outside of Charleston which is so beautiful. If you guys um, you need to look it up, it's absolutely incredible. We are definitely halfway sold out through that. So if you guys are interested in joining us, definitely let me know. And then we also are going to Italy in September. And we're going to be going to Tuscany. So it's just going to be absolutely incredible. We're going with Jana Brown. Again, Laura Gordon will be joining us. And yeah, just another year of beautiful workshops. And then, so uh, what I want to add to the Vero platform are a couple things. So this is going to be, I did mention this in my post uh, a couple days ago, but we are going to be um, kind of expanding the Vero platform and what we're going to be offering um, our audience. So, you know, I feel like there's so many people that come to us and come to me um, and ask me about oh, such a wide variety of questions about business, about life, about, you know, everything. So um, I've kind of caught on to this and I want to make this platform a really strong resource for photographers, creatives, entrepreneurs to kind of come and get really solid resources about business, about life, about, you know, everything. So you know we're going to be expanding and we're going to be offering um, a wide variety of things. So the first thing that I'm really pumped about is we. So I did this course um, called the um, the Booking Blueprint. So it was all about. Uh, well, it wasn't. Okay, let me back up. So the Booking Blueprint was about. Obviously, the name is kind of explains what the course was about. Um, it was from the initial consult- initial consultation of booking or, you know, communicating with a client to the end communication with the client after you've delivered their gallery and all everything in between. So we went over everything from um, what org- organizational tools that I use Um, email templates we went over types of inquiries we went over contracts we went over pricing we went over um you know galleries we went over albums we went over gifting we went over so many things so and all of these resources you know the platforms the um the programs the everything that we you know use um so I wanted to expand on that, and I wanted to bring that kind of to the actual Vero platform, and kind of divide that into uh, little pieces. So the first thing that we're going to be doing is doing a a branding and gifting part of our of our brand. So I'm going to be showing you guys my gifts, how I brand, how we brand and how we can do that for you guys. So it's kind of hard to explain over a podcast, but it's going to be something that I think that a lot of you are going to be excited about. So I always like to do a lot of really fun branding ideas and offer um, really cool, unique gifts to clients. And I have seen so many beautiful vendors that offer so many really really cool pieces um, that we want to incorporate into our brand. So that's going to be something that's really really cool. And then also we're going to have a, a like a tech like quote unquote resources page um, or sponsor not resources. I don't know why I said that sponsors page. So we are going to go through every single one of our sponsors, how they help us. What we do, and how um, you know we're going to give you guys discount codes, Um, you know, definitely like unique opportunities to just Vero um, users, so or Vero audiences. So that's going to be really, really cool. I mean, companies like Honeybook, Pixie Set, um, you know, so many amazing presets. Um, I really want to give it a really well rounded. Uh, feel to it so that, um, you know, like smart albums is like so amazing. Um, so a lot of companies that we work with and even like, you know, we just did an Instagram takeover with Angela Shea, um, where she is, um, basically like a personal planally um, and she comes on and takes over your Instagram and, um, manages your social media for you. So things like that. Um, Things that you may not know about and, um, you know, opportunities that we can showcase to you guys. Um, And then also we're going to be doing a health and wellness um, part of our um, Vero platform. So we're, I mean, talking about mental health, talking about physical health, talking about nutrition, talking about exercise, talking about how to keep your body fit Healthy and in the best shape for you to achieve all of these things that you want to be achieving. Because without any of those things, to be honest, I mean, you can have the most rocking business or the most (laughs) rocking whatever. And if you're not taking care of yourself and you're not taking care of your mind and your body, then none of it is going to matter because that should be your number one priority is making sure that you are in your best state of mind and in your best physical fitness. Because being a photographer, especially, I mean, planner, anybody in the wedding industry, I mean, it is a physical, physical job. I mean, I don't know how many of you guys, you know, you go and you'd get like, you know, you see a guest at the wedding or you, um, the mother of the bride or father of the bride say, oh, you just have the greatest job. All you do is just go around and take pictures. And you're like, oh, well, I also lug like 20 pounds of gear on my back for however many days out of the year. And so, yeah, it takes a toll on your body. So that's something really, really important to um, stay on top of because the older you get, the, the the tougher it's going to be. So, um, and then lastly, we're going to be doing um, a lot of really great courses this year. So, like I said, we did the courses, I did webinars last year, and then we're also going to be doing courses for uh, the actual workshops themselves, which is something that we have never done. So, um, it's going to be like the webinars were, um in when we were when we did them in France but it's going to be like actual like recorded really wonderful quality with interviews and um all that kind of stuff to uh offer for you guys um who can't make it to the workshops so yeah so that's kind of the Vero goals um so look out for that I'm actually going to be making some really really fun branding material to put on our site um for for you guys, and then you guys, we're also offering customizable branding as well. So um, you know, we can work together and build some really really cool ideas with you guys. So that's that. And then my personal goals. Um, I'm gonna keep this brief because um, I love talking about myself. So uh, kidding, obviously. So, my personal goals, I think um, health and fitness is a big one. Um, this year, especially, I've focused on that a lot and I've noticed a huge difference um, in my body and my mind, my business, um, how I approach things. So, that is something that I have really, really taken um, notice of. And then, you know, another really big thing is I want to stop comparing myself to others you know I think I mean I think everybody does it um I know everybody does it but at the same time I want to be responsible for my own actions and I want to be responsible for my own thoughts and you know I've just given up trying to you know pretend or I don't even pretend but just act like I'm not comparing myself or that, um, you know, because it doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't do anything but hinder you and make you feel terrible. And, you know, the more you focus on other people, the less you have time to focus on yourself. And so I'm just wanting to let that go and not let it bother me anymore i i want to be happy with where i am i want to be proud of where i am i want to be proud of where i've been and how i got there and so that's what i plan to focus on for 2020. and then you know i want to my last thing is is i want to you know say no to some stuff you know, I think last year every opportunity that I had, I was like, yes, 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 yes. Well, last year, like literally every year. And you know, that definitely takes a toll on your mental health, your family, your wallet, like all the things. So, I want to make sure that I'm saying yes to things that are truly right for me and truly right for my business. And if they're not, that's okay. You know, that means that that opportunity can be given to somebody else. And it wasn't right for me. And that's totally fine. So I just have to learn to accept that. And, um, you know, because I have FOMO, like the worst. So I just want to be sure that I am able to really give the things that I say yes to 110%. And then, so the last thing I want to talk about is I have a really, really cool project coming up. Um, well, it's been an idea of mine for a really long time and I've wanted, I thought I was going to make it into a course, but I think I'm just going to like, just go for it. And, um, so it's a portrait project. Um, so I did this in college. Um, I had a portrait class specific, um, and it's, it was a really big game changer for my work and the way that I looked at my subjects. So, I'm going to be doing this portrait project and it's anybody can join up anybody can um, join up anybody can sign up I've been talking for too long anybody can sign up and do it with me um, if you're interested so I'm going to be posting about that um, in the next couple days um, or a couple weeks probably days. I'm very excited about it um so I think it's gonna be a really really cool thing so I'm gonna it's just two portraits um one is gonna be a self-portrait and then one's gonna be of a uh somebody that you love could be a family member um could be a husband could be a dog could be anything it's a portrait so that's going to be something that's really cool. So I want to really, um, like I said, I want this community is so special to me and it means so much. And I know I say that all the time and you guys are probably like, whatever, but I do genuinely love this part of my life and part of my business because it gives me such a, a creative outlet and such a it's such a strong community like I, I love talking to you guys and I love connecting with y'all so I'm very excited about all of these exciting things for 2020 every single one of them is going to be something that we've never done and that um, and again is very scary for me but I'm very excited um, so I'm taking this platform to the next level and I cannot wait And it's all because of you guys and you guys have been so encouraging and so supportive and so, um, such fans. So I appreciate you guys so much. Um, and we try to be as accessible to you guys as, as humanly possible. So, you know, if you guys want to shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, you know, I love connecting with you guys. So, um, yeah, I, I really do genuinely love it. So, Well, that's it, guys, for the first episode of Season 2 Vero Podcast. I'm so pumped. Um, And, you know, it's just like I said, another decade, another year, another opportunity to just completely conquer and just get everything done that we, our goals, we didn't touch on goal setting too much because I think we're running out of time. But we can talk about goal setting, I'm sure, many, many places. And um, But we have a lot of really great episodes coming up, and I'm super excited about it. And yeah, I love you guys, and I hope that you guys enjoyed the first episode. I know that I had a great time recording it. So if you guys um, definitely like and subscribe, you guys can definitely do that in the iTunes app um, please give us a review. If you give us a review, I will read it out loud on our next episode, starting at each episode. If you guys um, like, and like, and subscribe and leave us a review and a comment. So I would greatly appreciate it. You guys are the best and I can't wait to see you guys on the next episode. Talk to y'all soon.